Coming up, the Dodgers continue to dominate and a few walk-off wins. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We have all of our hosts here from the MLB Locked On shows to recap all the action for you from yesterday. We're going to start out with another series win for the Dodgers in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Dodgers with another no-doubter, this time a 12-6 win over the Brewers. Locked on Dodgers has more on how the best team in baseball continues to pad their resume. Hey, you know what's overrated? Drama. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. Dodgers beat the Brewers 12-6, another laugher of a game. It wasn't even that close. The Brewers scored the last four runs of the game after the game was essentially already over. Four late runs, two off Caleb Ferguson on a ball that Joey Gallo probably should have caught, and two on a home run against Hunter Alberto pitching for the second day in a row. Uh, all in all, great offensive performance by the Dodgers. Everybody in the starting lineup either drove in or scored a run. Uh, the only two guys who didn't get a hit were Mookie Betts and Max Muncy. Muncy had two sacrifice flies. Mookie walked and scored in the first inning. Uh, Four-run first inning after Andrew Heaney had given up a home run in the top of the first. Dodgers came back. The offense just put up a four spot and never looked back. Uh, scored another one in the third, four more in the fourth, and then one in the fifth, two in the sixth for their 12 runs. Uh, Austin Barnes drove in four runs. It was just kind of a an embarrassment of riches in a game that you know Will Smith didn't even play, one of their best hitters. Uh, dominant way to end this series in a game that they really should have won on paper, and they did on the field, which is always nice. Uh, the Dodgers have scored 32 runs in their last four games. That's an average of eight runs per game. They got shut out in one of those games. In the other three, they've scored 10, 10, and 12. So that offense we will take. The shutout, not so much. Dodgers are off on Thursday before they head to Miami. Be sure to check out Locked on Dodgers first thing in the morning. Make us your first listen. It wasn't pretty, but the Phillies were able to hold off a rally from Cincinnati to get the win yesterday. Locked on Phillies talks things out for us postgame. The Phillies win another one. JT Remuto was outstanding tonight. Connor Thomas, heroes to Locked on Phillies. And the Phillies win another close one with the Cincinnati Reds. But, hey, a win's a win. Christopher Sanchez in a spot start for the Philadelphia Phillies allows them to get the rotation settled up and gets them the win tonight. Good work by him. The offense, solid. But JT Remuto led the way out of everybody. Two hits and a home run on top of those two other hits and a couple of RBIs in there. Just uh, just really good work by the Philadelphia Phillies tonight to take advantage of TJ Zoik, who they beat last time out against the Cincinnati Reds when they played him in Cincinnati. So the Phillies now two games up in the wild card race over the third wild card spot. Three games up on the Milwaukee Brewers who are chasing them from the outside looking in. Just uh, this team continues to win, and Bryce Harper's coming back right around the corner. They go for the sweep tomorrow. Everything is very good right now in Phillies land. Coming up, the Astros hand the Twins another loss, and the Blue Jays win it in extras. This is Locked On Game to Game. 
Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They are made with 100% real chocolate. They come in dozens of different flavors, including their latest one, Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Has that protein infused marshmallow, little, little bits of cookie dough in there as well. Head over to Built.com. You can use our promo code LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order. Just use that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now we continue with a look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Angels and Rays went back and forth for 11 innings last night with the Rays earning the walk-off win. Locked On Angels goes over the tough finish for L.A. Count it. Five losses in a row for the Angels. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels, and the Halos dropped this game to Tampa Bay on Wednesday, 4-3 to three in extra innings. It was a little bit back and forth, and the Angels were on top, and then the Rays tied, and then they came back and walked it off on an errant throw from Jared Walsh to home plate. Uh, if you would have told me that Mike Myers was going to go five innings strong and match Shane McClanahan pitch for pitch, I would have laughed in your face, but that's what he did. Five innings pitch, two hits, three walks, and five Ks on 78 pitches. The guy was good, even though when he comes in for like one or two innings, he could be really bad, so he had himself a great start. Mike Trout hit his 26 home run, and at one point in this series, Mike Trout had all three Angels RBIs in this series against the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, but that changed later on when they went into extra innings, but those were ghost runs, so I don't know if those really count. But Mike Trout did tie Garrett Anderson for most runs scored by an Angel player in franchise history. So little victories, silver linings. That's all we can do at this point with this Halo team. Mike and I are going to talk all about this game and much, much more on Locked on Angels. So we hope you'll join us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. The Rangers offense exploded for 16 runs in a blowout victory over the Rockies. Locked on Rangers and Locked on Rockies has all of the details for you. The Rangers absolutely thrashed the Rockies to finally get their first win of the season in four games against this Colorado team. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked on Rangers podcast. It was an absolute beatdown from the get-go for this Rangers game against the Rockies. The Rangers scored a pair of runs in the first inning. Thought, okay, maybe Martin Perez needs a couple more runs because it is Coors Field to get him through this game and get the Rangers a secured win. The Rangers obliged me and scored seven in the top of the second inning, and the game was just not in doubt from there. Martin Perez had six shutout innings. He struck out seven, only allowed one rock walk along with four hits in this one, did not allow a single run. Dennis Santana got back into the game uh, finally after being on the I.L. after a really rough month of July. Good to see him get back in there. Nathaniel Lowe, a multi-hit day, including a triple, his third of the season. Some doubles from Mark Mathias, a bases clearing double for him. Corey Seager had his 16th double of the season. And Ezekiel Durant had his ninth double of the season. The Rangers just absolutely crushing this Rockies team, living absolutely no doubt. A nice win to split a series in a difficult-to-play-in stadium that is Coors Field. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, that one wasn't very fun. The Rockies don't get the season sweep 
of the Texas Rangers, but they played all right in the first game. Come back, big home run from CJ Crone. Good to see that again, but boy, oh boy, this rotation just got shelled today, and they were not ready for the Rangers offense, which just absolutely exploded and went off uh, there. Uh, again, another example of this rotation needing a lot of work. The home run definitely still plaguing the Rockies, but there was a moment where there was a little bit of a heartbeat there of the club today, but all in all, got to wash that one away and get ready for the road trip ahead. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. The Cubbies surprising pretty much all of us with a quality win over the St. Louis Cardinals last night. Locked on Cubs has nothing but good things to say about their team. Cubs with a very impressive and surprising handling win of the St. Louis Cardinals to even up this five-game series at two. Luke Farrell, four and a third innings, one run, Bullpen was tremendous. Rowan Wick came in early. Mark Leiter, Brandon Hughes had his good stuff. Nelson Velasquez had a big hit. But the biggest hit of the baseball game came from Zach McKinstry, his first Cubs home run. Broke this game open, made it 5-1. The Cubs added on late and were able to cruise to a win that I don't think a lot of us saw coming. Tomorrow afternoon, it'll be Marcus Stroman on the mound to try and win the Cubs another series. And it's a winnable game against Dakota Hudson and the St. Louis Cardinals. Very impressive win. The bats broke open a little bit finally today. Cubs continue to get great starting pitching and uh, all good stuff right now on the north side of Chicago. Congratulations to the great Pat Hughes being inducted to the Chicago Cubs Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. The series is evened between the White Sox and the Orioles after Chicago's win on Wednesday night. Locked on Orioles and locked on White Sox give us the breakdown from both sides. Just a tough, tough loss for the Orioles on Wednesday night, evening the series falling to the Chicago White Sox. And really the O's simply had one chance in this game. Loaded the bases with one out. Jorge Mateo hits a ball 105 miles per hour off the bat, and somehow it turns into a double play, an incredible play by Juan Moncada. But at the end of the day, you know, Chicago had 12 hits in this game. They had seven hits with runners in scoring position. The Orioles were lucky enough to just be in this game and even though Spencer Watkins pitched well, the O's offense was just shut down by Lucas Giolito. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's a tough one with what happened in the seventh. But you look at that game overall, the O's kind of had no business even being as close as they were with the bases loaded in the seventh inning. So you brush it off and you try to go win the series on Thursday. But I'll recap all of Wednesday's episode, or Wednesday's action, I should say, coming up on Thursday's episode of the Locked on Orioles podcast. Hey, if you're not going to hit home runs or doubles or triples, then just get a bunch of base hits. And that's what the White Sox did on Wednesday night. They had 12 singles, a couple of that with their six walks, and the Sox scored five runs to beat the Baltimore Orioles 5-3. to three. White Sox starter Lucas Giolito, completely different person than the last time he pitched against Houston. He went six and a third and only gave up one run. White Sox look for the series win Thursday night as they send Lance Lynn to the mound. George Springer played hero for the Blue Jays as Toronto topped Boston in 10 innings. Locked on Red Sox recaps another loss as the team's postseason hopes continue to slip away. The good news is that Brian Bayo struck out seven Blue Jays in his first outing since early August. The bad news is that the Blue Jays still beat the Red Sox on Wednesday. Hey, it's Lauren from Lockdown Red Sox, and 
another day, another Red Sox loss to an AL East opponent. Now, like I said, Brian Bale looked good. Matt Barnes even looked good. But they, the Blue Jays were just too much for this Red Sox team. Tale as old as time throughout this season. Jake and I will break this all down for you on our next episode of Locked on Red Sox. Kansas City plated five runs in the seventh inning in route to a come-from-behind win over the Diamondbacks. Locked on Royals goes over how they got it done for the victory. The Kansas City Royals get a win over the Arizona Diamondbacks behind MJ Melendez, who put the Royals on top in this game with an RBI in this one. Hunter Dozier had a double as well, but Bobby Witt Jr. went yard in the seventh inning to kind of put this game out of reach for Arizona. And so Bobby Witt Jr. and MJ Melendez, the two young studs, lead the Royals to victory and another quality outing from Brady Singer. Just fantastic stuff. Seven innings, four hits, one run allowed to the tune of six strikeouts. That is a streak of five quality starts for Brady Singer. And hear more about this game on the Lockdown Royals podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. A quality star from Framber Valdez and a few home runs were good enough to hand the Twins their fifth straight loss. Locked on Astros breaks it all down for us. The Houston Astros behind Framber Valdez, who got his 21st consecutive quality start, setting a franchise record win their 80th game of the season, setting a franchise record for the quickest to do so in 125 games. Frommer Valdez pitched seven innings, only allowed one earned run on two hits, struck out eight batters, and you had a leadoff home run by Jose Altuve because that's what he does. That's his 10th of the season, 31st of a career, and it was just a great all-around game for the Houston Astros. Trey Mancini hit his fifth with the Houston Astros, and he's becoming a fan favorite with the Astros. And then we, we're going to talk about the five-man rotation the Astros are going to be going with and who's in, who's out, and we'll talk about this and more on this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast. Cal Quantrill got some revenge against his old team as the Guardians beat the Padres last night. Locked on Guardians talks through Cleveland's shutout win. Not only did the Guardians win yet again, uh, taking this two-game series against a very good San Diego Padres team, but the Twins lost again. So the Twins are now barely over 500. The Guardians have opened up a four-game lead in the division. Jose Ramirez, we've talked about his, you know, play since his injury, and it's kind of a great situation when a player's play is average and that is a massive decline just to be average tonight was not an average day his 20th multi-home run game to lead the team to pace the team Cal Quantrell with a bit of a revenge game seven innings of no earned runs this is his second out of his last three starts that have been very strong is he the Guardians number three pitcher if there's a postseason right now is he the three the third pitcher you can find out more in-depth takes on this game and the Guardians as they continue to push for the postseason with me on Lockdown Guardians. Check it out every day, wherever you get podcasts or watch on YouTube. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.